Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and know Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart can leave you feeling low and you don't know how to move forward and sometimes there are turns you want to take but the way gets hard to trace now you're wondering how did you get here but don't you give up until you see how God is ordering your steps so you can walk into your seat. He that has begun a great work in you is faithful to perform. God is faithful to perform. He that has begun a great work in you is faithful to perform. Our God is faithful. Harvest for your seed. And in 
to bless the world and
dream and see greatness exceeding abundantly more than we can imagine but let me assure you that it's great and our God is faith yes Lord Yes, you're great. Yes, Lord. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth unto all generations. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to the light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black, and this is the day that the Lord has made, and I've been rejoicing all day long because I just love being in the presence of the Lord. And so we're so honored and so grateful that you chose this time to worship with us on tonight. We want to honor the presence of the Lord that we feel right where we are. I know some of us are in Washington and Texas and Georgia and California, but the good thing about God, his presence, is everywhere. And the Bible says where two or three gather together in his name, he will be in the midst. And tonight, family, we can say God is doing a great work and he's doing a great work in me. We just want to honor the men and women of God that make this platform possible. We thank God for our speaker tonight, Pastor Pamela Laws. We're not going to belabor the hour. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer, and then we're going to have a song of worship, of preparation, so that our hearts and minds will be ready to receive the word of the Lord. And then the next voice you will hear will be that of our speaker, Pastor Pamela Laws. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne of grace giving you the glory, giving you the honor. Father, we come before you tonight just thanking you for being so good, so kind. Thanking you, Father God, for being so merciful, so loving, and so great. Lord, we love you today, and we appreciate you. And Father, we're just so grateful tonight that you spared us another time to come together to worship you and spirit and in truth. You, you gave us another opportunity to pour out our praise on you. And, Father, we are so grateful tonight. Lord, we come looking to you because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, you are our Jehovah Jireh, our Jehovah Nisi, our Jehovah Shalom. You are our provider. You are uh, our victory. You are our banner of love over us. You are our peace. And, oh, God, how grateful we are for who you are to us, Lord God. 
Somebody knows you to be a mind regulator. Somebody knows you to be a heart fixer. Somebody knows you to be a healer tonight. Oh, God, and we just thank you, Father, for all that you've done for us and who you are to us, oh, God. Father, you made a way out of no way, Father. You you provided for us when we didn't even know where it was coming from. And, Lord, we're just so thankful tonight. We're so grateful tonight. Father, we lift you up and we magnify your name. We give you all glory and honor because it all belongs to you. Nobody greater than you, oh God. And we say hallelujah, 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 hallelujah flows from our belly tonight like rivers of living water because we give you the highest praise, Lord God. We just thank you, Father God, for your mercy and your grace that has followed us, Father, all through the years, God, not just overnight and today, but down through the years, God, you've watched over us and you kept us, Father. You was right with us in the midst of it all, Father. You brought us through heartache, trials, and tribulation. You brought us through sickness and pain. You brought us through, oh, God, um, a mountain highs and valley lows. And, God, tonight we just want to say thank you. Father, we thank you, oh, God. God, uh, that you never left us. You never will leave us. You will never forsake us. You'll always be by our side, oh God. And so, God, we come tonight to honor you, God. We honor you, Father, and we give you praise tonight, Lord. We lift you up and we exalt you. Tonight, Father, we come lifting up all those that are in hospitals, in convalescent homes, Father God. We ask that you would touch them, Father, from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet. Lord, we pray that you would take away any pain, take away any infections, take away, Father, uh, any infirmities or diseases that are plaguing their bodies, Lord God. Touch them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let them know, God, that that if they have faith, you give us power to receive, God. And so we declare and decree healing tonight. Lord God, we realize that some of us are going through in our bodies. Uh, Lord, we, we're living and thriving with, with diabetes and lupus and cancer and high blood pressure and arthritis and sickle cell, Father, and AIDS. And Father, we're, we're living, God, with, with, with um, lung disease and heart disease, God. And God, we, we we know that you are a healer, Father. It's your word said that it's by your stripes that we are healed. And so, God, we pray that you would give us wisdom and knowledge, Father, as we continue to give you praise with what's going on in our bodies. We will not let, Father, this illness or this situation um, um, cause us to not give you the highest praise. We won't allow this temporary moment, oh God, to keep us, oh God, from your love and from your presence. And so, God, and so, God, give us the desire to push past our pain, to push past our physical conditions, and to give you praise. Let us lift you up. Let us glorify you. Let us exalt you, oh, God, because you are greater. You are greater, oh, God, than what we're going through right now. Father, we pray for all of those that are houseless tonight, living out on the street, Father. We know that in every city there there is a population of houseless people. And God, in every city, Lord God, we know the weather is different. 
Lord, because in California, they they had not been experiencing a lot of rain until this year, God. And so, Lord, they're, they're being rained out, Father. And, Lord, we know that down south from, from all the way from from, from Texas, Lord, and Arkansas and Alabama and, and, and Oklahoma to Florida, there's earthquakes and hurricanes and tornadoes. And, Father, people are still houseless. They still live in tents. They still sleep on cardboard in the midst of all the nature that's going on, Father. And, God, we just ask that your hand of protection be upon your people. Father, we ask that you would save them, oh, God. We ask, oh, God, that you would keep them safe, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, we pray for our elected officials today. We lift up our nation to you. We pray for our president and his cabinet. We pray for our mayor and our governor. We pray for our city officials. We pray for our senators, oh God. We pray for our judges and the district attorneys, oh God. And Father, we pray because your word says that we ought to pray for the government according to the book of Romans. We ought to pray for the government. Somebody is saying, well, what must I pray? I hear in my spirit, Micah 6 and 8. I pray, God, that they would love mercy, do justly, and walk humbly before our God. I pray today in the name of Jesus that you would give them the spirit of Solomon. Because before Solomon began to deal with your people, he prayed and asked you for wisdom. Father, we are all your people. We were all created by you, Father. If we have not confessed you, if we do not believe, we are still your people because you created all things. And so, God, tonight we pray for the government. We pray for our nation. Father, forgive us of our sins, oh God. We turned our back on you, Father. We did not honor and obey your word, Father, because we forgot to take care of the widows and the orphans. We forgot to take care of the poor, Father. Lord God, we just we're just doing everything that we're old enough, grown enough, and big and bad enough to do. And some of us are walking contrary to the word of God. Some of us are walking away from the will of God. Some of us are living outside of your divine will, Father. But God, you are married to the backslider. So God, we pray for that soul today who has wandered away from the truth, who has wandered away from righteousness. Oh God, we pray, oh God, that they would soften, that you would soften their heart, that you would unstiffen their neck, their stiff neck, and that you would take the blinders off their eyes. We read in your word today, in Isaiah 29, verses 9 through 15, that you would cause your people to go into a deep sleep. Uh huh. You would bring a deep sleep upon your people. We won't even begin to see those things spiritually. We won't even understand the word of God and his as it is preached or taught to us. So God, please help us. Wake us up, oh God. Shake us, oh God, that we not be at a place of spiritual blindness or a place of spiritual weakness or even a place of spiritual death. Shake us up, oh God. Revive us tonight, oh God, that we will come alive spiritually, that we will lift up holy hands, Father, and give you praise, oh God. Father, tonight we pray for the men and women that are incarcerated, oh God. 
I pray, God, that salvation runs rampant, God, through our prison system. Lord, I pray, God, that they would come to know the true Savior, the true Yahweh, the Jehovah that created us, the Jehovah that, 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 that redeemed us, the Jehovah that saved us. I pray that they would serve you and no other God. Oh, God, you said you are a jealous God. And so, God, we, we denounce <laughs> everything that exalts itself above you that men and women are worshiping today. If they are not worshiping the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God, I pray that they not worship at all. I pray that they just be remain a sinner until they can come to that right place uh, to worship the true and living God. Oh, God, bless your people, Lord God. Father, we pray for every church, every pastor, Every leader, Father, every bishop, every archbishop, every elder, every missionary, every evangelist, Father, that every teacher that carries the gospel, that carries the word of truth, let them not get weary in their well-doing. Let them continue to hold fast to your unchanging word. Let them continue to preach the gospel in season and out of season, even when they don't want to hear it, oh God. Give your people a word. Father, a rhema word, oh God, that will arrest the thoughts and hearts and minds of your people. Do it in the name of Jesus and do it tonight, God, as Pastor Laws comes before us. Let us give you our undivided attention as the woman of God speaks the word of God tonight. Let us hear your voice and let us, God, not be like the children of Israel and live in a, a disobedience, but let us be obedient to what the word has commissioned and commanded us to do. We'll be eternally grateful, thankful for your bountiful blessings that you have to bestow upon us. God, we love you today and we appreciate you and we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. And amen. I thank you for it all. The good, baby, ugly, great, and small. The times of victory and when I fall. I'm so grateful that I'm still standing tall. I thank you for my tears. The pain helped me overcome my
Family, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. We have come tonight to give God the glory with a grateful heart. Our Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for all things because you do all things well. Family, bless you this evening. My name is Pastor Pamela Laws of Total Truth Restoration Ministries located right here in Mableton, Georgia. And family, we are super excited Uh, to be before you this evening. I am thankful for another day that the Lord has kept me. Hallelujah. I feel like Pastor Black said today has been a a most amazing day as we uh, celebrated our our Father, amen, and just enjoy and loved on them, amen, and also being in the presence of God with like-minded believers, Amen, that don't mind celebrating, don't mind uh, uh, lifting up the name of Jesus, don't, don't mind shouting amen and hallelujah because he is great and he's greatly to be praised. Uh, we also give, uh, we give honor tonight to the Trinity, amen, the Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the precious Holy Spirit, we are thankful tonight, amen, for the Butterfields who have provided us and afforded us uh, this opportunity to share the word of God in the airways, amen, to my sister, Pastor Black and Pastor Pennington. I love you both to life, and I call you blessed to uh, my bishop, Bishop Tyron Washington Sr., and his lovely lovely wife, our very own. Uh, First Lady Pastor Jacqueline Washington, um, thank you so much for just loving me and um, encouraging me uh, on this journey as I continue to go forth and do what the Lord has called me to do to my husband and my children for their continued support. I love you to our co-laborers in the gospel. Amen. Keep on fighting the good fight of faith. Amen, when they want to hear it, when they don't want to hear it, in season, out of season, you keep on pressing forward, amen, because there is a reward, amen, that is set for us, ah, for those that continue to do the work of ministry, and to our Blog Talk family, who without you, we would not be, amen, we thank you, and we call you blessed. Amen. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm always excited, um, and then when I get the opportunity to come and share the word, and um, um, uh, I'm going I'm to try to behave myself tonight, Pastor Black. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to behave myself tonight. But my husband spoke a word today um, uh, as he was our, our, our Father's Day speaker, um, and so I just wanted, I, I, you know, been kind of studying and, and with him, so that word is, is still in me today. He spoke about, here I am, amen, but the Lord gave me, 
shattering the silence, shattering the silence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to pray, and then we're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 3. 1 Samuel chapter 3. Oh, gracious and eternal God, we thank you tonight, oh God, for uh, this opportunity to share your word. I thank you, Father, for we know that your word gives light and understanding. Now, Daddy, I'm asking tonight, God, that you would hide me behind your cross. Oh, God, that I might not sin against you, that everything that I do, every word that I say, oh, God, will be from you, Father, that will edify, that will encourage. Oh, God, I thank you. That will build up, God. Make them strong tonight. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, God, open our, our spiritual ears, oh, God, that we might be able to hear what you have to say to the church, God, we thank you, hallelujah, as we are preparing ourselves, Father, to go higher in you, we thank you, we thank you, hallelujah, we come against distractions tonight, God, we thank you, we thank you that the people of God, amen, have positioned themselves, Father, hallelujah, Father, to hear you, we thank you tonight, God, we love you, we adore you, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. And it is in the matchless name of Jesus the Christ. And for his sake we say amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shattering the silence. Um, um, uh, uh, the word shatter, the word shatter simply means to break into pieces as by a hard strike. To break into pieces as by a hard strike. Amen. We're talking tonight, um, looking at the life, and, and this is a familiar text um, talking about uh, young Samuel, who uh, is the first child of Hannah. You know Hannah. Hannah, my girl, I'm a savior because I got some stuff kind of brewing for her uh, that the Lord is kind of giving me and we're, we're working on. Uh, but she was the first child of, of uh, he was the first child of Hannah. Hannah was the one, amen, that Penina was, was just, oh, my goodness, just dragging this sister. She couldn't worship. She couldn't hear the word, amen. She couldn't sacrifice in peace. She couldn't eat in peace. And the, and, and the only way, amen, she figured out how to get this off of her, amen, was to go to the throne of grace. The Bible even talks about in Samuel chapter 1 how she prayed. She was praying so fervently, and she was praying with such sorrow. It was, uh, Pastor Black, it was on her so hard that the words couldn't even escape her lips. Amen. Only The Bible says that only her lips move it in her heart. Amen. They, they, they write out, amen, what was her prayer that she wanted a child to give back to the Lord. She, her husband couldn't do it, amen, no matter how much money he gave her, amen, he, he couldn't do it. She, she could only get what she needed from God. She, she could only, that was the only place could get it. And this was the time that we uh, are, are, are seeing um, uh, uh, the prophet Eli, and, and he, he, tells the, he tells her, amen, at the figures that she's not drunk. He said, whatever your petition, the Lord grant. Amen. The Lord grant your petition. 
And so then the Bible goes on in, in Samuel chapter 2, talks about how Hannah would not return to worship until she had weaned, weaned this baby. And so she weaned him, and the weaning took place probably about three or four years. She weaned him. She got him ready. Amen. And the next time she went up to um, to worship, amen, she took this child, the one that she said, if you give me a male child, God, I'll give him back to you for the rest of his days. And so so she did just that, what she had prayed for. She gave him, she gave, gave him and she took him to the temple. Young, 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 young Samuel, amen, about three, four years old, took him to the priest, amen, took him to the church with his, but they brought a bull and they brought him some clothes and, and some food, amen, and she took him there. Uh, and, and so that, that, that right there just held a, a, a special uh, place for me because we as, as moms, um, you know, it, it's something about that firstborn. And if those that have, have birthed children, we know how we, we can get with that firstborn. You know, I'm, I'm protective on you know, who touches him, I'm protecting, you know, every cough, every every whimper, every move. I'm, I'm watching uh, uh, the hawk, and, you know, we're making sure that they have the best uh, of everything. And, and so I'm, I'm real attentive, amen, to this one. And so it, 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 it is really uh, a testament of a true love for God, a true love for God that this woman, amen, to, to give away the thing that she cried for, that she went through being uh, tormented by Penina for, uh, you know, to be able to give him to God. Now we talk about it in the in the spirit, in the spiritual. Oh, I'm giving my child over to the Lord to you. No, no, no. She physically, Amen. Uh, 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 gave this child to uh, 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 took him to the church so that he may minister. Uh, to um, um, the prophet Eli. And so just moving on with that, um, even in that, God had a had an assignment that he was preparing Samuel for. And so Samuel didn't know, the prophet, amen, didn't know. He was too busy um, uh, trying to deal with these wayward sons that were... <laughs> that were sleeping with the women and they were uh, 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 taken from the people and they were just doing all, all type of foolish prophet had even come to them. Amen. Just continue with a little background. The prophet had even come to them like, yo, um, and I'm paraphrasing like your sons are, 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 are being unruly. Your sons, amen. They're, they're not operating in the priesthood. They're, they're not being uh, 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 showing the, be an example, amen, of what a priestly household or a priestly lineage should look like. And they're doing all that. And Eli, you know, he tells his son, like, I'm hearing these things about you all. Like, why are you doing this? Why, why are you acting this way? And, 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 I'm, and I'm subject to believe, Pastor, that they, these sons, because Eli was old and because he was older, they had lost respect for their dad. They, they, there's some um, that think that, that once their parents, amen, reach a certain age and have allowed them to do, some, to do something for so long, eh, I don't have to listen to that. You know, I'm grown. I can do, I can do my own thing. But 
Jehu, they did their own thing. Uh, the prophet couldn't control them. Amen. But the scripture says in chapter 2, verse 21, meanwhile, the child Samuel grew before the Lord. In the midst of all of this going on with with uh, uh, Eli's sons, Samuel was already ministering to the Lord before Eli in the house. He was a gatekeeper. Amen. He was the one that 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 uh, uh, made sure that the temple was kept. He 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 was the one that was in charge of putting out the candle in the morning. So he had his assignment, and so he all he knew was ministering to God. Isn't that awesome? That's all he knew. His mom took him at three to the church. So all he knew, he 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 was not exposed to what the brothers were doing. And he his focus, amen, on on the assignment that was given to him, watch this, before he was formed in his mother's womb. Amen. Lord, if you give him to me, I'm going to give him back to you to serve you. Uh, if you give him to me, I'll give him back to you. And so Samuel, his DNA makeup, he he was operating in that assignment. So 221 says, meanwhile, that means in spite of, in spite of what was going on before, the child Samuel grew before the Lord. He grew before the Lord. And the Bible says that Samuel was old and talking to his sons and all that. So now, now we get to we get to first uh, Samuel chapter three, verse one. We're gonna shatter, we're gonna shatter the silence. We're gonna shatter the silence tonight. We're saying, Oh, I I, I don't hear you uh like I used to. Hallelujah. I haven't I haven't heard you in a long a long time, Pastor. I don't know what to do. Uh, uh, I know that God speaks. Uh, there's a book uh, that we're, we're we're going through and dealing with. God still speaks by uh, Apostle John Eckhart, and it says how to hear God for your family, for your church, for your community. How to hear God on purpose. How to hear Him on purpose. And so in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1, it says this. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation, no widespread revelation. The other version, in the King James, it says that there was no open vision. So what this means is that there was no uh, known prophet. Amen. That were going about time on a regular basis. It it wasn't easy. Amen. To get to a prophet, uh, to get a word. But I believe, Amen, uh, Pastor, that it has something to do with the disobedience of the people, Amen. That their hearts was were not ready to hear God. They had not positioned themselves in order to hear. Uh, the word of the Lord, and so it says that there was no widespread revelation. Watch this. Uh, the Bible goes on to say and says that, and it came to pass at 
that time that while Eli was lying in his place, uh, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, uh, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, uh, Samuel was lying down. And the Lord called Samuel, and he said, here I am. So he ran to Eli, and he said, here I am, for you called me. And Eli said, I did not call you. Go lay down again. And he laid down, verse 6, then the Lord came yet again. Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, here I am. For you did call me. He answered and said, I did not call you, my son. Go lie down again. Verse 7, watch this. It says, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. What we see now, amen, what we are seeing now is what happens when new believers, amen, when we come and get connected to a ministry, amen, I have, I have, I didn't hear God, amen, in the streets. But, but now that I have positioned myself and I've been, it been planted at Greater St. Stephen's, I've been planted at Total Truth, the voice of the Lord sounds like Pastor Black, sounds like Bishop Washington. Because this is who I have connected myself with. I've I've grown and I've been I've been taught. Amen. And 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 I have I have worked under. Amen. I've sown with hallelujah. I, I've I've done all these things and I've always followed the direction, amen, of the woman of God. I've followed the direction of the man of God as they have heard from God. See, up to this point, there was no need for Samuel to hear from God because everything that he needed, amen, Eli was providing as God was giving to him, everything that he needed. So even even the Bible uh, uh, lets us know, amen, it says, how can they hear preacher? The word hear means to perceive by the ear or to pay attention to. Let me say that again. To hear means to perceive by the ear. Like we all hear. Like you hear. My, uh, we, we, we make the, uh, 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 the make it known that when, when parents call their children, we know our children hear us. We know they hear you. They, and we'll say it. They hear me calling them. But they're not listening. Because the listening would say, that they would attend closely for the purpose to wait attentively for the sound. Purpose to wait attentively for the sound. The listen means, watch this, I'm, I'm hearing you with my ear, but I'm listening for my move, the, the purpose on why you're calling me, uh, the reason for why you're calling what action uh, do I need to prepare to take because I hear your voice. See, Samuel was used to serving, and so it was nothing to be waking up uh, 
his sleep. But Eli, because he served, amen, uh, at, at, his, at his mercy, he served, amen, at Eli's pleasure. Whatever the man of God needed, if he called uh, Samuel, he was ready to serve. He didn't allow sleep. Oh, no, Pastor had going to have to call me later. Don't she know it's 10 o'clock? Don't, don't he know it's 11 o'clock? At night, why? I don't know why the pastor calling me at two o'clock in the morning. Come on, somebody! Uh, when you when you are operating in the full purpose of listening, Amen. For your next move from God, we do not allow time. We do not allow sleep. Oh Lord, I thank you. We don't allow distance to keep us from hearing and moving when God says move. God, the Lord Jesus. And so so Samuel in verse 7 didn't know, he didn't recognize God's voice in a personal relationship because he has only heard Eli up to this time. In verse 8, verse 8, let me move real quickly. And the Lord, uh, and the Lord called Samuel again the third time, so he arose. Amen. And went to Eli and said, here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Watch this. Watch this. No. He was no longer hearing from God. He knew. He knew. We know when when something has, has happened that is now distorting what, I, what I'm hearing from God has stopped. Amen. It seems it's quiet. I, 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 I spend time in God's presence, but I'm not hearing Him the way we know. We recognize, Pastor. We might not. Uh, uh, we might not share it with anybody, but we know. We know. Children, He said, "My sheep know my voice." We know. We're not hearing Him, and and so, but He recognized. Because I'm sure Eli said, "I remember." When he used to call me that way, I, I recognize. And so even though that the communication from God had been cut off from him since the prophet had given him the word, that he still had to teach Samuel how to hear God's voice. And so he gave him a model prayer, amen, of such to hear the voice of God. He tells them in verse 9, he says to Samuel, go lay down and it shall be that if he calls you again, you must say, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Speak, Lord. I, I, I submit to someone tonight, amen, that God has tried to call you, amen, but, but, but because of of life and and because of distractions and and because you got so many other things going on, you miss it. And when you think God is, you think when you're being called to one thing and God is trying to call you, Amen. That before you make your next move, but that you would lie in your space and say, "Speak, Lord, for your servant here. Speak, Lord, Amen. I, I don't want to move." Uh, I, I don't want to move, amen, until I know uh, the purpose in 
man of the call. I love, I love this part. I love this part. He tells them. He tells them. So Samuel to lay down. Verse 10. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel. Somebody say double call, double call. Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, speak for your servant hears. Listen, listen to what I saw. Listen to what I saw, Pastor Black. The Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel didn't recognize the voice of God. But here's the thing. God still came and stood, hallelujah, near Samuel. So many times God is calling us Ah, He's calling us for a purpose. He's calling us, amen, for a plan. He's calling us to shatter the silence. He come, but we can't see him because we no longer recognize his voice. Five, watch this, of chapter two, God told, God told, uh, um, he told Eli, he says, I'm going to raise up for myself a faithful priest. I'm going to raise him up. And so in the midst, what's this, of, of God doing this raising, he began to present himself. He says, I need, I need Samuel to recognize me in the room. I need him to feel my presence, not just hear my voice. Amen. I need him to recognize when I'm there. Pastor, how do you know that to be true? Because if you go back to Genesis, amen, the Bible talks about how Adam used to walk with God. Hallelujah. In the garden. And when Adam sinned, watch this, he heard God walking. Hallelujah. He says, I heard you in the garden. I felt, uh, I felt it. And because I was now operating in disobedience, he says, I hid myself. Spend time with God. And when we establish relationship, uh, I don't have to always hear God, but I can feel when he's working on my behalf. I can feel it. Hallelujah. When I pray, I can feel it. Uh, when I'm studying my word, amen, even before he says a word, uh, I know that he's there with me. Uh, I know that he's covering me. Uh, I know that his hand is upon me. And so this is when I can stand and say, speak, Lord. Servant hears. Uh, Lord, I thank you. He hears. He hears. And so the Lord stood. He began to lay it out what he needed Samuel to do. Watch this. What he began to lay out to Samuel what he was going to do. And here's the thing. Even though Eli, that God wasn't speaking to him, he knew that when God spoke, there was a purpose and there was an intent for his word. Pastor, how do you know that to be true? Because God says, I will watch my word to perform it. 
He also says that my word shall not return unto me void, but it will accomplish that which I have set it out to do. Ah, what I've set it out to do. Uh, when when we are, 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 are have positioned ourselves, amen, to know and have formed a relationship, I know when things have gotten out of whack. I know when I've done some things I shouldn't have done, amen, amen, because my prayer don't hit like it used to. Amen, I don't get revelation uh, like I used to uh, when I was in tune, when I was, when I was operating, amen, in spirit and in truth. Watch this. Here's one thing uh, that I've learned, that we have a God, amen, who, who, who is most gracious to us, amen, that he gives us mercy. Thank you, Lord. Even in First uh, John, First John, I believe it is 1 and 9, it says, if we confess our sins or our faults, amen, he is faithful to forgive us uh, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we confess, for one, he couldn't control his son. Hallelujah. Two, it does not talk about, amen, the Bible doesn't show where he confessed his sins and asked God for forgiveness. Uh, what he, but he did know the keeper of his word. And if God told him that I'm going to raise up for myself a faithful priest, who better? Who better than the one that I've groomed? Who better that has followed me since he was three years old? Who better? Amen. How to move his feet in the Lord's house? Who better? Amen. Samuel listened to the voice of God. He then shattered because the Bible goes on, amen, to talk about how Samuel gave his first prophetic word. And in chapter 4, when the word of the Lord came to Samuel, came to, to Samuel, it went out and the people had come to know, had come to respect him. So in the natural eye, he was still a young man. Ah! Even to the people. But God was using him mightily. Family, all he wants tonight is a willing vessel. One that with one punch, one amen, one, one hallelujah, one, one here I am, you can shatter the silence. One, one thing that was once rare, a rare sound, is now a sound that I can hear whenever I desire to hear the voice of God. Because he desires to speak to his children, uh, one that I that 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 I didn't that I didn't think, Amen. That I would ever hear again, Hallelujah. He now speaks to me in the midnight hour. He speaks to me in busy restaurants. He speaks to me when I'm riding down the road, Amen. Speak, Lord, for your servant hears your voice. Family, would you shatter the silence? With me tonight, according to John 14 and 15, the Bible declares that if you love me, ah, you would obey his commandments. In Ephesians 5 and 6, he tells us, he said, let no man deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons 
of disobedience. Family, we don't want to operate and we don't want to walk in that. If, if we're obedient to God, hallelujah, if we do what he has called us to do, uh, we don't have to worry about the other things. Amen. He'll take care of those things for us because if God be for us, who can be? Out of the silence tonight. Do the will of God to the best of your ability. Amen. And allow Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Samuel got a double call. Abraham, when he was about to sacrifice his son, got a double call. Moses, standing at the burning bush, got a double call. And Saul to Damascus. Pastor, what does that mean? God calls those where there's a purpose and an intent. Amen, for their lives. And these men, hallelujah, listened. They listened attentively as God gave them their next step. Family, I love you with the love of the Lord. You be blessed. Hallelujah. Pastor Black, we turn the call back over to you. Pastor Laws, what an awesome word on tonight, woman of God. Thank you so much for pouring out of your heart what God has given to you for the body of Christ. You know, saints of God, if God wakes us up in the morning, we should be at a place of wanting to to hear his voice, be at a place of wanting to do his perfect will. I hope that we take to heart and apply this message tonight to our daily lives, that we may be servants of the Most High God who's living off of every word that he says and doing everything that he has commissioned and commanded us to do. Thank you so much, my sister, for your word on tonight. Thank you, Blog Talk family the Light of Portland family, for tuning in. I pray that you've been blessed by our worship experience. I pray that something has been said to help intensify your love relationship with the Lord and cause you to have a desire to get closer to him. Until next Sunday, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another. In Jesus' name, I pray that you be blessed and have a blessed week. And we thank God as we continue to celebrate Juneteenth, let us continue to pray for our leaders from the African-American community. Let us keep them lifted up because we are still fighting the fight. So may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with us, hence now and forevermore. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a blessed week.